Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Years. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer is out today. Me and you. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Glad you could be with us today. I know that uh, it's not yet in some people's mind the transition to basketball, but I got to admit, listening to uh, Coach Musselman today, Eric Musselman today, talk about the matchup upcoming. Is it a charity game or is it an exhibition game, Joe? Which is it? It's one the same because uh, it is an exhibition. It doesn't count towards the season record, but it also is a charity game where they're don- donating uh, some proceeds to charity. See, I think I think because it's Power Five versus Power Five, it can't be an exhibition. That's why I think it has to be a charity game. But I may be wrong about that. Okay. Because you think about it, it normally would have to count towards your non-conference schedule, towards your overall, what is it, 30 maximum games that you can play, conference combined with non-conference, and then you get to play, uh, I think they counted as one when you play in a tournament that may have, uh, like they're doing in, in Puerto Rico, Uh they're going to play at least three, if not four games. I can't remember precisely. But I think that only counts as one game. And that's the three that, they're playing in the tournament. Yeah, that's the way they should do that. Um, but it, this is something that we've seen and we've heard about, uh, even playing some summer basketball here recently, where they are trying to get some of these matchups in these exhibition games just because you can see better competition and it doesn't count against your record, and you don't have to worry about taking that early season loss, and you do still get to see some really good competition on the other side. Kind of like Arkansas and Texas, what they did to open the season last year. It was an exhibition game and didn't count towards anybody's record, and we know with that, if you win those games, then the fan base is excited and they have something to talk about. If you lose them, they want to kind of forget about those games and say, ah, it didn't really matter because it was only an exhibition. Well, in the ex- as as kind of what you're saying, in the exhibition game they played this past Friday night against UT Tyler, that felt more like a scrimmage when you when you looked at the box score. I know uh, the players have said this. Of course, Musselman he takes every game. I don't care if it's exhibition or not. He's playing to win. He's he's playing for blood. And um, this one though. It's like Texas a year ago, Joe, where this one is taking on a whole different flavor because you're talking about one of the top three teams in the entire country, the Purdue Boilermakers. And it should be that. It should, um, just because of how we've talked about, you do want to see better competition on the other side, and you don't want those teams that are just coming in that you know you're going to be able to beat up on. Now, there can be some of that just because the team itself, they're ready to face other competition on the other side. But you, you want to test the team early, and you want to see what they are all about going into the season. And this may be a team that you could see later in the year in tournament play whenever it does get real. But you want to see how you look from the beginning of the season against good competition and see how the team continues to grow throughout the season. I think it's critical uh, as a benchmark 
in regards to how you're going to match up later on with power teams, not only in the SEC, but on down the road or in non-conference. Uh, Duke, as an example, I think this is a great measuring stick. Uh, Musselman said today, because of Purdue's experience, he feels like they're probably at least two weeks ahead of Arkansas in regards to all of their packages and, and different defenses and how they want to approach certain situations. So I think it's going to be critical as you take on a Purdue and then later on, not that far away, Arkansas is going to be taking on the Duke Blue Devils. So great opportunity to find out precisely where this Arkansas basketball team is, even at this early of a stage. And certainly you'll find out what your strengths and maybe even even some of your weaknesses. All right, let's uh, get started today with Savage. My man Savage, what's up, buddy? What's up, Randy? You know, you talk about the basketball team. I would think we'd be above the curve with the transfers, especially with the kids in Houston. We've got some – there's some experience on this team. Devo. So, I think going to this uh, – what we did in the, in the – beating Kansas last year. There's some there's some key pieces on this team. I think we're, we're pretty on par with Purdue. Outside the, the Edie kid, uh, you know, he may be a All-American or whatever. But He's going to be a handful. I, I I think we'll be all right, Randy. I think we got. Well, I think we got enough, and it doesn't go towards our record. So throw, throw everything you got at them, and we got some experience, don't you think? Yeah. Oh, I I think especially as uh, Coach Musselman went into the transfer portal as he always does, but he brought yep. in guys that have been there, have done that, and I think if you're looking at what it's going to take once you get into the postseason play, and I'm talking about the NCAA tournament, that's where that experience is going to pay off. It will help you in games such as this one against Purdue, certainly against a team like Duke. But this is building towards the end of the season where all of that comes together. That's like Khalif Battle. I hope he's yeah. 100% because this is a kid uh, Rick's not with us, so I can score the ball. He can score the ball. And uh, then right. you, you've got others that I think a certain expertise, whether it's on the defensive end, I think this excites me. I love I love watching three-point um, baskets made and all that other stuff. But I go back to missing that early, uh, the 40 minutes of hell, uh, Eddie Sutton yeah. with the lockdown defense. I love watching that. I love watching you break the will of the other team because of your defense. Absolutely. And when I look at this team, Randy, look at the past teams. We watched that 94 team going into that 95 season, and I don't want to talk about UCLA, but you could, <laughs> saw, you could see the progression. We're starting to see a progression on this. He's fixed the size problem. Now he's fixing the shooting problem. I think this team's going to be a, a handful, and I think they're going to make a serious run. So every 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 team, Savage, every year when he finds a weakness in his own team, he goes out and yep. he addresses that. And this may be the best combination of athleticism, talent, and then versatility. I think they're going to be able to play several different. Styles. Now this is this is this is off the subject. This is off the subject that we're talking about right now, Savage. But I want to get two different yep. thoughts from you. I didn't get a chance to hear it. Apparently, this was on ninety-two point one FM in Northwest Arkansas. KJ Jefferson apparently went on to this program, and here's some of the things that he said. He would like to see the Razorbacks return to more of an up-tempo style of offense under Kenny Guyton. And he goes on to say, I've always had a love for Coach G, as we call him. He once played quarterback before. So he understands from a quarterback's perspective and what we're seeing back there and how the role and how the game is being played from our point of view. I'm just excited for him looking forward to it. He came in. Absolutely. We brought the whole offense in as a unit meeting. 
and he basically broke down his two things that he's going to be focusing on moving forward as an offense. That's enthusiasm, just being able to have fun and be passionate, and accountability. Everybody being accountable for their mistakes. If someone messes up, we have to be able to get them and pinpoint it and nip it in the bud right there and then. Yep. And I'll put it in lamest terms. Randy, you remember when you were in school and you had that one teacher that you didn't like, but then they were out and you got that substitute that stepped in <laughs> and you had a blast that day. That's what this team needs. They need, a, they need that spark and somebody they can get behind. And that's, you know, I get what he's saying. Yeah. That Mississippi State game, hey, wash that one out and get behind this guy. Get the RP, RPO going. Let it loose. Let it Why loose. KJ knows how to lose. Uh, he, that's, I'm with you, Randy. Hey, it's, this guy can do it. He just got to be motivated to get this team behind him. If he's that leader everybody thinks he is, he needs to show it this coming up, you know, not this weekend. We got to win this weekend because we don't have to play. Show it at Florida. Go out and get a win. Guys, have a good one. Oh, whoa, whoa. I got one more for you. I got one more for you. Oh, never mind. All right, Joe, I'll ask you. Do you watch college game day on Saturday mornings? Not a lot. Um, usually I'll tune in just to kind of see the picks at the end, but for the most part I don't watch much of the show. Well, you know, they made one major tweak this year, and I'm sure it's part of his 10 or $15 million a year contract he now has with ESPN. That's Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee is a lightning rod, has been, will be. There was a survey gathered among 3,100 responses from readers, and the question was, how do you feel about Pat McAfee on college game day? I've never seen it. I've never watched it. I did, I forget what game it was, and uh, it was when... Arkansas back then was football was able to play maybe a game at night and um, he would be on the set and he's you know he's in what we used to call tank top and it's like what in the world are you doing showing up for a premier college football matchup you're in a tank top which is okay if you're in the bleachers setting amongst Everyone else just watching the game, but you're representing ESPN on that set in wife beater or <laughs> tank top or whatever it's called. Okay. He, he took the means this year where he is putting on a coat. So he may still have a tank top on under, but he'll at least put on a coat. And um, there have been times that he is putting on a shirt, so... He has listened, and I know that that's part of the story about him listening to how people are feeling about him. All right, this is amongst 3,100 responses. 30.1% like it. 21% has no opinion. 48.9% don't like it. So, uh, I'm wondering if he'll be asked back next year well and and that's uh the part of the story where he said that he posted himself on social media just to say that he's listening to the people so he's even undecided even if espn came to him and said we like what you're doing we like how the show is going we like you being in the mix and the flow he said that him personally he's thinking about is he the right fit for it because he is uh, a guy that played a number of years in the NFL, and he kind of has that angle. So he's wondering if he's right for college football and what college football fans want. So he's even weighing that decision himself as far as if he wants to come back or not. Yeah, I mean, it's it's um, some feel like he's he's been treading too much on Lee Corso's turf uh, that he's taking away from Corso. Well, you know, sometimes I think Lee's taking a nap up there on the set. But nevertheless, he is part of college game day, particularly when he goes through that tradition of putting on the hat or the costume head of whoever they may be uh, there covering that particular weekend. So Originally, the move with bringing in Pat McAfee was almost like a changing of the guard. Yeah. And you could see them lining it up where Pat McAfee would take over for Lee Corso yeah. someday. 
But um, I, I think there were some people that were kind of taken aback because David Pollack isn't part of the mix anymore. And it's almost like Pat McAfee replaced David Pollack for now. And there were some people upset about it because they really liked David Pollack and his input and the impact that he did have on college football. And it's like you took him out of the mix, and now Pat McAfee not only is replacing him, but you can see that it's lined up for him to replace Corso someday. Sure. Then with Corso, uh, you know, he they've done a good job over the years as far as hiding who he was going to pick and put on that mascot head. But this past weekend, they didn't really do a good job of it because he had on the overcoat, and through the buttons you could see that he had on – the Ohio State pullover, <laughs> and so you already knew that he was going to pick Ohio State. Yeah. So there are some issues going on there that they need to worry about trying to cover it up and, and do a better job of not giving away who he's actually going to pick. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point. All right, let's talk to uh, LP. LP, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Uh, yeah. Love y'all's show. Thank you, buddy. Oh, excuse me. I'll try to keep it short and a little bit thick, but uh, I'm going to make a statement. Y'all talk about it, and I'll listen. Okay, when we hired Sam, Arkansas program was pretty much in the dumps like it's going right now. Close to the bottom. Uh, yeah. And uh, he turned it around for probably two years. Then we could have a good defense, good offense. But we couldn't put them both together, and then we had it. Now we got a good defense, uh, so on and so on. But when Sam took that job, he loved Arkansas, had a passion, and I think he bit off more than he could chew. And and I've been there and done that. I worked somewhere for twenty-seven and a half years. They offered me the manager position, and I lasted a month and couldn't do it. And I'll step down. But all things being considered, uh, the biggest part of your staff uh, and, and and how you look is what your staff looks like. He made a few mistakes because he's never head coach. And he, he, got, uh, he got in the biggest league in the nation. And uh, I think he's... Uh, uh, he got overwhelmed to a point and trying to control all that. Uh, he made a, uh, one or two bad hires and he wasn't taking care of, uh, cause he had no experience in that division. But offensive coach, if he goes back to the offensive line, I think he would be an excellent coach. And I called if, and I don't want to really say this, but the Peter principle, uh, you get so far. And that's as far as you can go. That means you've finished. So you can't improve on yourself any longer. Uh, and you learn from your mistakes. And I hope they give him one more year. Uh, but it's a learning experience for him. And uh, that's uh, my feelings. And I'm going to shut up and listen. All right. Thank you, LP. We're going to find out. That, okay, this is my opinion. We're going to find out really how deep of an influence that Dan Enos had on this offense. And we're really going to find out if Sam Pittman is going to break out of that mode. I don't know if he has the expertise to do it, just as Tyler talked about it yesterday. Tyler Wilson talked about it. But I I don't know. If you know Sam can be this this big fixer, if you will, of the offense, but if they just do what they say they want to do, they're excited. If what KJ said a few moments ago, if they are truly excited and they are truthfully motivated, they want to play for Coach G, and maybe there's some schemes that change that helps the offensive line. Maybe there's a tweak here and there. If they start having fun, and then, yes, Joe, holding each other accountable, then through all this misery, I think there's still, he, if, if Pittman survives the year, comes back next year, he'll have to have a major 
offensive coordinator, but Pittman should not ever lose what I feel like he lost control by allowing Enos just do whatever he wanted to do. And he was hard-headed, apparently, in a <laughs> lot of different areas. Yeah, it's um, it, it's one of those things that we celebrated when Sam Pittman was hired as far as him letting the coordinators right. do what they do. But with the change in, in coordinators in this past season, then we've seen the defense get better. We've seen the offense not be as good. And so that's where the issues came in. And, you know, with Sam Pittman's background being that offensive line coach, there have been issues with that offensive line. That's where everything starts. But um, this is just a move to try to save the season, if possible, to try to, to get to a bowl game. Now, it's an uphill task because they have to win out to be able to, to achieve that. And I think another part, uh, hand in hand with that, is did Enos, with his scheme, was he asking an offensive line to do something they were not capable of doing by going back to more of the browse philosophy, does that actually help this offensive line, which has been awful this season? Because if it doesn't, now you got to hold Cody Kennedy accountable for not making this offensive line at least productive. And this has not been a productive offensive line for the majority of the season, pure and simple. Yeah, absolutely. That's where it starts. And then, of course, if we don't see better results down the stretch in these last four games, then not only is Coach Kennedy going to be held accountable, but ultimately Sam Pittman is. Absolutely. Absolutely. If he gets stubborn and says, that's my man, I'm not, I'm not going to move on him, then that's a problem. All right. I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. Razorback legend Quinn Grovey joins Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer on Drive Time Sports every Wednesday afternoon at 4. Brought to you by the DHR group of Sonic Drive-Ins. Listen every Wednesday when R.J. Hawk joins his old buddies on Morning Mayhem. Presented by Natural State Wholesale Flooring. See everything that Natural State Wholesale has to offer at naturalstatewholesale.com. Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Insurance deny you coverage on that roof? You won't be denied at Shamrock. Visit shamrockroofer.com for a chance to win a new roof absolutely free. Just visit shamrockroofer.com where one call does it all. Twin Peaks is honoring the pursuit of brews and barrel-aged bourbon every Friday at their Bourbon and Brews party. Get to Twin Peaks from 5 to 7 to experience a lingerie costume party paired with exceptional bourbons, tastings, and giveaways. Cheers! The end of the year is near, and Guatney is pulling out all the stops to remain Pulaski County's number one Buick GMC dealer. Big pre-owned inventory, and even bigger discounts on new Buicks and GMCs, even with manufacturer price increases. Guatney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock is selling new 2024 models at 2023 prices. You've seen the news. The time to trade is now. Before the current auto industry climate skyrockets used prices and all new inventories depleted, don't wait. Call Guadney, 501-945-4444. It's the end of the year blowout. Only at Guadney, Buick, GMC, and North Little Rock. Interest rates as low as 0.9%. And get new and pre-owned vehicles with no payments for the rest of the year. Stop by Guadney, Buick, GMC, and register to win a new Hummer. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. 501-945-4444. GuadneyBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. It's Kayak Chaos at Arts Marine. Pick your perfect kayak from their large inventory and start exploring the natural state. Right now, get 20% off feel-free kayaks. We also slash prices on Mokin 10 and Lure 10 kayaks. Your granddaddy trusted Arts Marine, so should you. Have you gone all summer long and you've had pain in your knees, your back, your hips, maybe even your shoulder? Well, why don't you try to get rid of that pain? Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. I've been talking about QC Kinetics now for quite some time, and I've got friends, family members across the country that are using QC Kinetics right now, and it is changing their life. And the best part? No drugs, no surgery, no downtime. Think about that for a minute. 
and people are feeling like their self again with no pain. QC Kinetics doesn't just mask the pain. These treatments go to the very root of the problem using concentrated healing properties in your own body to go directly to those joints and restore and repair those damaged tissues. Listen, life is about motion, and QC Kinetics is giving people their lives back with these all-natural treatments. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation, 501-222-8440, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. Tap Time with Bryce Knoll and Scott Parton, presented by New Province Brewing, returns this Thursday at 7. Tap Time is Little Rock's premier radio show for beer lovers by beer lovers. Tap Time, Thursday from 7. 7 to 8 on 103.7 The Buzz, live from the Edwards Food Giant Studios. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish Studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on The Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. I'm Randy Rainwater. Thank you for being with us today. In a moment, we will scoop and score. That is with the one and only Kevin Bohannon. But first, I got to talk to you about Robert Irwin Jewelers. Now, I've already I've already felt like Christmas has arrived for me. I told you about the double R or the two R. Uh, initial ring that I've got on my right hand. It was it was something I dreamed about wanting for years. Never found the right person or the right jewelry store that could do it until I found Robert Irwin Jewelers. And through my wonderful artistic capabilities, I was able to provide a sketch that quickly they cleaned up and it looked like a much different design than what I was trying to show them what I wanted. It turned out perfect. So, if you're thinking about getting married, you want that special engagement ring. Take a design, take a concept, whatever it may be, to Robert Irwin Jewelers. Let them design it for you. And if you want to do this before Christmas, then go do it now so you can have it in time for Christmas. And they also have that meant-to-be guarantee. Let's say you buy your loose diamond and custom-made engagement ring from Robert Irwin Jewelers. You'll have 365 days to return it. Now, that is a meant-to-be guarantee. And also, you want to keep it looking brand new each and every week or month, whatever it may be. Keep your jewelry bright and sparkling. Like the day you bought it with the Robert Irwin Free Jewelry Spa Service for Life. Now, that includes tightening the stone, buffing, polishing, ultrasonic cleaning, uh, steam cleaning, whatever it may be. They'll keep it looking like it's new. That's Robert Irwin Jewelers. Bigger, broader diamonds, better prices. Two locations, McCain Ball in North Little Rock and the Pleasant Ridge Town Center, Highway 10, Cantrell Road, next to the Fresh Market. Ready to talk football in Arkansas? Let's join Kevin Bohannon with Scoop and Score. Brought to you by Wood Family of Dealerships in Batesville. All right, Kevin, before we get to our week's top performers, you get to play a little talk show host with me here for a moment. We've got we've got some folks waiting, so I want you to get All involved. Right. All right? How about that? Let's talk to Mark. Absolutely. Well, Mark decided no. Let's talk to Steve. Mark said no. Steve, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hello, gentlemen. What's up, buddy? Hey, hey Steve. Kevin. Hey, Steve. What happened to the Astros? Uh, Gar- uh, Garcia happened to the Astros. Oh my <laughs> goodness! Boy, that's more Lee, than that's more than Reggie. That's more than Mister October ever did. But that was the divisional yeah. championship and not the World Series. But my goodness gracious, was that, he? It, it reminded me of 
the Yankees and Red Sox back in 04. How the Red Sox came back, and I know it's a different situation, don't get me wrong, but Red Sox in that series, you had a pivotal game seven that was going to be, you know, so hyped up after everything that had happened. And then the Red Sox blew the Yankees out of the water that night. And it, same thing happened last night. Rangers win 10, 9 2. Uh, I kind of got, you know, some hope early. They just got, Astros got in some situations. And at the end of the night, the Rangers are the hotter team. Now, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with the Phillies and Diamondbacks. Uh, Diamondbacks are yeah. playing really well. They're, they're a scrappy team. So either way, it's going to be a good World Don't- Series. Does uh, Dominic Fletcher, don't he play for the Diamondbacks? Is he still uh, up on a major league team, or has he gone back down? No, he he's with the AAA organization right now, but I, I bet he – it wouldn't surprise me if he's on their opening day roster next year. Okay. But didn't he get caught up there for like two weeks? Yeah, he's played – I think he played 14 or 15 games. Hit over okay. hit 301, had two home runs. Yeah, he played really well. But, you know, I hope the offense can get back to what was being fun instead of what's happened this year. Because I knew the Western Carolina game, it said a lot when we couldn't run the ball against Western Carolina because Western Carolina was a team we should have had at least 300 yards rushing and 300 yards passing. But what did we wind up with, Randy, like uh, 100 yards rushing against West Virginia? Barely 100 yards rushing. Barely 100, yeah. I think it was a little bit over 300 through the air. And, uh, of course, you had the Brad Spence interception, the 85-yarder for the uh, touchdown uh, pick six. So that added points to the board. But, no, I, I, I sat there that day and watched that game. And I'm like, you got to be kidding! You're not, you're not knocking the fool out of these guys at the offensive line. And I complained back then that I thought Rocket was doing way too much dancing. And the reason being, there wasn't a hole. And he kept trying. We kept thinking, oh, he wants to hit the home run. He wants to match uh, that 65 or whatever it was yard uh, opening play on that bubble screen. Jaden Wilson took to the house. Because it was, it yep. looked so simple, and then the longer the game went on, you're realizing they're not moving that line at all. They're not really dominating. Yeah. They're not controlling the line <laughs> of scrimmage. Three hundred seventy-nine you know, yards total offense. But you know, I, I like what KJ said. Hold everybody accountable, and I'm glad the whole offensive unit met with the coach, uh, the new, uh, the interim offensive coordinator. The fact I like about him is the fact he was a quarterback at Ohio State. So he's got quarterback experience, so he would be a great quarterback coach, too. But anyway, guys, I'm going to let you go because I'm sure you got other callers. All right. Thank you, Steve. Thanks, Steve. Uh, I don't know where this particular list this week continues to stack up, Kevin. In regards to just Rick's gone, so we can use the word unbelievable. Uh, yeah. But there are just some statistics that different players are compiling that's just almost to the point of being mind boggling. Um, I mean, you got a guy, I won't take all the thunder away from you, but I'm going to take a little bit away from you. At number 10, Kale Jones. Lincoln, normally, this would have been the prime time player of the week. 21 21 rushing attempts, 320 yards, and four touchdowns, including, or is that four touchdown passes? No, he had had four touchdowns rushing, and then he had a passing TD on top of it. It was a halfback pass, so yeah. It was it was crazy, and we 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 saw when we were looking through, you know, game reports and everything that he had three touchdown runs over sixty six yards, I believe. He had a sixty, seventy, and eighty with with additional yards tacked on. But 
I was like, I got to find out what his total yardage was because I think between the four touchdowns, he had 211 yards. So I was like, he, he had to have had 300 on the night. So, yeah, Cale Jones, Lincoln, they got a big win the other night over Gentry, 53-34. They're likely going to be the uh, three or four seed in that conference. Uh, Braden Long from Harrison, we talked to Coach Keylon on Friday night in our Ortho Arkansas High School Football Scoreboard Show. 35 carries, 278 yards, six touchdowns mm. rushing on the night uh, for the running back from Harrison. Brandon Cobb, Plastic Academy, he was last week's primetime performer of the week. Pretty good follow-up week, 32 of 46, 366 yards, four touchdowns on the night. At number seven, uh, the dynamic duo from Hot Springs, and I say dynamic duo because Tyrell Honey have been playing JV ball all year. Both of... Uh, Hot Springs wide receivers, uh, Brogdon and Rhodes were hurt, so Honey stepped up. Matty Ice Contreras, uh, the quarterback, 400 yards, six touchdowns. Tyrell Honey is wide receiver, six catches, 209 yards, and he had two of those touchdowns. Amazing. That's golf from Boonville. Randy, we, we talked to Glenn Parrish quite a bit, and I think Dax Golf every week just keeps impressing, impressing Glenn. This is the third straight week he had four touchdowns. He had 203 yards in the second half for a total of 274 on only 27 carries. They got a big win over Charleston on Friday night, 25-15. Ashton Gray from Marion. I know he was the Arkansas Amazing. Democrat Gazette. Yeah, Arkansas Democrat Gazette slash Touchdown Club Player of the Week uh, for next week. 273 yards rushing, 211 yards passing, five total touchdowns on the night. Gray has set the Marion rushing record for a game three times this year. <laughs> he now holds the top three spots. Landon Jackson from Bologna, no relation to the Landon Jackson in Fayetteville, had two interceptions on the night, including a 91-yard pick six. Bologna got a huge win over Whitehall uh, to keep their playoff hopes alive. Randy, Fort Smith Southside's offense right now is on a roll. They scored 77 points the other night, set a record for mo most points in a game uh, for a Southside team. Led by Amari Tucker, the senior tailback had 24 carries, 302 yards, three mm -hmm. touchdowns on the night. I know Isaac Gregory had four touchdowns for him, and Carter Zimmerman, their quarterback, had 280 yards and three touchdowns. What a night for the Mavericks. Mm -hmm. Number two slot, Braden Sprague from Springdale Harbor. The quarterback had 366 yards, six touchdowns in that loss to Southside. His partner, Hayden Wood, the receiver, had 10 catches, 174 yards, and five touchdowns. KT Thomas from Mineral Springs. He opened the game with an 83-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. He had six tackles on defense. and In addition to that, 10 carries, 223 yards, Six touchdowns on the ground, seven total touchdowns on the night. But our primetime performer of the week, the super sophomore from Greenwood, Ho-Hums man, Kane Archer, at 197 yards, three touchdowns passing, 166 yards, four touchdowns rushing on the night, seven total touchdowns, over 360 yards total offense. Kane Archer's making that case. He's the best quarterback in that 20. 26 class. Kane Archer is our prime time performer of the week. Wow. Some good very, list. very really good list. Yeah, some very, very impressive numbers. I had someone who sent me in uh, saying, how does uh, Kevin come up with the actual prime time performer of the week? And you might can answer that when we come back because absolutely that, is, uh, that. that is a great question. Because I'd hate to be the one trying to decipher <laughs> who was the Wood Family Leadership Primetime Performer of the Week. All right. Stay tuned. Drop Time Sports will continue in a moment. UCA Bear fans, you can hear every game live on our sister station, The Point 94.1. Go purple, go gray, go UCA on The Point 94.1. 
Stanley Wood Chevrolet Buick GMC wants to make sure you're getting the service you deserve and your vehicle needs. Choices in sales, service, fair prices, and relationships built on trust is the Wood family promise, and we stand by it. When you purchase a new vehicle from us, the first oil change and inspection is free. Come see us today and experience the Wood family promise. Stanley Wood Chevrolet Buick GMC in Batesville, just south of the airport, online at stanleywoodchevrolet.com. We are professional grade. This is Pat Bradley for Whit Davis Lumber Plus. Whit Davis Lumber Company is your blueprint for success. Whether you're a professional contractor or just need a hand being handy, Whit Davis is your partner for getting the job done right. From quality materials to tools for projects inside and out, they understand how important quality is when it comes to your home. So, when you're in need of a lumberyard or hardware store, think of my friends over at Whit Davis. You can find them in Jacksonville, Cabot, Sherwood, and Greenbrier or online at WhitDavis.com. Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. Do you need Rainwater Holt in Sexton? Anywhere in the state, dial 8-888-8888. It really is just that easy. If you've been injured and need help, it doesn't matter where in Arkansas you are. Just dial 8 888 We'll come to you. I'm Mike Rainwater of Rainwater Holton Sexton. We have been thankfully serving our Kansans for years, and we appreciate the trust you've put in us. We work hard for you, Arkansas, each and every day. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. We're back with Wild Bill at Motorsports Authority. Great selection here on the lot, but what about my trade-in, Wild Bill? We'll trade for just about anything as long as you don't have to feed it. We'll put top dollar in that trade. I'm getting country fried crazy during this sale right now, and I'll tell you what, folks, it's a lot of fun to do business with us. So if you're wanting top dollar for your trade, you need to come see us. You can check out the complete selection online at msastore.com. Better yet, come see us in Russellville on East Main and Hot Springs on Central. You better get down here to Motorsports Authority. Touchdown! Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. In a moment, we'll be rejoined by Kevin Bohannon as we scoop in score. But first, let's talk to my man, Neil Atkinson from Saracen. Is this as quiet, Neil, as I've seen the uh, app? And that is, I've got Arkansas State, the Red Wolves. you got a boost on that with Louisiana Monroe. Then you got MLB Specials. But really, tonight is the opening night of the NBA, is it not? Yes, it is. And that's where everybody is focusing their attention, that and on Game 7 tonight uh, in the MLB playoffs. Uh, So we've got that going on. And check out the uh, NBA specials on the games tonight. We've got, I think, about nine different uh, prop combos up there. Uh, from easy as the Lakers and the Warriors to each win the race to 20, uh, be the first teams on uh, to score 20 points in each game. And we've even got an Arkansas born and raised. I saw that. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, but we got Austin Reeves to score 20 points and the Lakers to win, uh, plus 800 on that one. So we've got that. And then tomorrow night we got a couple of more, too, for Razorbacks in the NBA. Daniel Gafford, 10-plus uh, uh, points, and the Wizards to win at the Pacers. That was tomorrow night. But, yeah, we've got some specialized uh, NBA content. And, uh, of course, flash bets are back for the NBA. The player props are loaded for those games. 
And uh, we may not take as much money on an NBA game, but we take more bets on the NBA. Hmm. A lot of smaller bets on the NBA. So uh, uh, that is back. And then, what are we, 10 days from college, official college games. But we will have a lineup for the charity game this weekend. Outstanding. Now, that's uh, an interesting, uh, on the Arkansas born and race, that prop special. You got Austin to score 20 points. I can see that happening. But the Lakers, do they not get Denver? Isn't that correct? Yeah, yes, yeah, I think that's the kicker on the plus eight hundred. Yeah, so, the defending uh, NBA champion right off the bat for the Lakers. I like it. Joe, uh, Joe just told me he put at least a thousand on that one because he's so confident <laughs> in uh, Reeves and he's so confident in his Lakers, even though he's still denying them uh, because of LeBron. But anyway. Joe just told me, I, I have so much faith, I'm putting a 1000 on it right now. It's about the wagering. It's not about fandom anymore. It's about wagering. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it's, the, it's the head and not the heart. All right, Neil, a lot of good stuff there. We'll talk with you tomorrow. That is Neil Atkinson by way of Saracen. Uh, check out BetSaracen.com. Better yet, go get the app in the App Store. Ready to talk football in Arkansas? Let's join Kevin Bohannon with Scoop and Score. Brought to you by Wood Family of Dealerships in Batesville. All right, let's uh, talk with uh, Brent. Brent, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. What's up, Randy Rainwater? What's up, buddy? And uh, Kevin, uh, is Kevin on there with you? Kevin is on with me. Can I ask you a question? Randy, I'm going to ask you a question. Can Absolutely. I, can I ask? Uh, yep. Can I ask Kevin a Razorback uh, baseball question? Absolutely. Absolutely. No, no. Kevin is well rounded. He was a high school football coach. He pretended to be a baseball oh. player at one time. Uh, he even claims he can he can hoop it up. I don't believe him on that. And then he claims also he's a he's a big time golfer. So fire away because this is a man who wears many hats. Okay, well, I'm a, I'm a huge follower of his of his on Twitter. I'm a huge follower, uh, Kevin. I wanted to talk a little bit about the the Razorback uh, baseball te- baseball team, if I could. And my niece and nephew they went to high school. With, they went to school with uh, Cade Smith at at Harding Academy, and I saw where he hit a 400 yeah. and something foot home run. Uh, last week in the Fall World Series, can you? And I'll hang up and listen. Can you tell me what his uh, what his prospects look like for the Razorbacks? Is it going to be as a pitcher or an outfielder? And just tell me a little bit overview over the team and how you see their pitching working out next year. I mean, this is this season coming up. And I'll hang up and listen. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks, Brent. So, Kate Smith, he was hurt this fall. He had an injury going in, and he could only hit. That's why you saw him designated hitter next to his name on every game he played. He couldn't really throw yet. Kate's going to be an outfielder. Now, I say that if he stays. Now, there's a lot of guys that came in transfer portal from the outfield. So, Cade would probably be the sixth or seventh outfield. He could redshirt. He could work his way into getting some at-bats. I don't see him as a pitcher right now, even though they committed him as a two-way. That's just the being transparent with everything. They've got guys that came in as a pitcher only who are 95, 97. Cade's not there yet. Cade was an outstanding high school pitcher, uh, Class 3A MVP. He did so many things for Harding Academy. Cade's a great baseball player. Do I think he could play at the University of Arkansas pretty soon? Yes. Will it be this year? Probably not. We'll just have to see how things work out. I know they're doing their fall evaluations right now. It's going to be a deep, deep pitching staff, Brent. I know we've said that the last three years, and injuries happened. Wiggins last year, Paulette two years ago, and just keeps going so on and so on. But there's freshmen, there's sophomores, there's at every level, there's guys that can compete. you got two juniors in Tigert and Hagen-Smith. And then you got Mason Molina, the transfer from Texas Tech. Outside of Wake Forest, it's probably the deepest staff in the nation and the best pitching rotation, uh, starting rotation. 
the offense is going to be good. It's going to they're going to hit a few more home runs than last year. I think they'll flirt with the hundred home run mark. Uh, figuring they've got depth, they got about twelve guys that can play every day now. So uh, Coach Van Horn's got some decisions to make going forward. Got four catchers back there. I think they'll whittle it down to two. Ryder Helfrick is the freshman that's going to get some action. Hudson White, the transfer from Texas Tech, and then Parker Rowland back there at first base. Uh, it's up in the air. You got Reese Robinette. He's probably the third man out. Ben McLaughlin and then Jack Wagner at second. You'll have Stovall. Peyton Holt will be somewhere, maybe third. Jason Jones maybe third. Uh, Wahiwa Loy, he'll be at short. Nolan Sousa, talented freshman. And then the outfield, Wilmsmeyer, um, you got – he's from Missouri, transfer. And then you got our man Kendall Diggs in right. And then left field will be up for grabs. So, talented lineup, Coach Van Horn, Coach Thompson – Coach Hobbs and and Coach Wernus again. They got the third paid assistant. They just know how to do it. All right, uh, this from our Asher Record Service Company live in feedback from John. He says, Kevin, can anyone stop the Fayetteville Bulldog offense in all of seven A? Can anyone score enough on the Fayetteville? Uh, can anyone score enough on the Fayetteville defense to be competitive with the team? Yes, Fayetteville's defense is, I would say, suspect, but they played really well against Bentonville a couple weeks ago. They can allow points. I think the thing that really separates the 7A West from the 7A Central right now is a defense. You see Bryant playing really good defense. Conway's playing better under Buck James. And then Cabot's had a really good defense this year. They they held Bryant in check pretty good the other night. So uh, that's the difference right now in the Central and the West. But Drake Lindsay up there... Top two quarterback in the state, senior class. Top three, in my opinion. Omolo's really good. And then you got Walker White at, at Little Rock Christian. So uh, it's going to be a shootout. Uh, the, the Purple Dogs should be the number one seed. They shouldn't slip up here down the last two weeks. They've already gone through the gauntlet. Let's talk with uh, Rick. Well, let's not talk with Rick. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um... This, it's, uh, this is from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. Uh, this from the, come on, load up. This from the 501. Said, I think Enos being the box instead of on the field physically there with KJ has hurt KJ's performance in confidence. Your thoughts on that particular uh, angle, if you will? I think his confidence was hurt from day one. And I I was an Enos backer. I, I thought that he would bring some elements to the offense that just weren't there that we saw back when Brandon Allen was there. But at the end of the day, you got to fit your quarterback. An offensive coordinator has a thick playbook. Tailor it to your personnel. Coach Enos didn't do that, and that's why he's gone. All right, Kevin, we will talk with you later on this week. That is Kevin Bohannon, Scoop and Score, thanks to Wood Family Dealerships. Up next, Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com. Make your way down to the Pine Bluff Regional Park for the Sissy's Log Cabin Smoke on the Water Championship, presented by Saracen Casino, one of the world's largest barbecue championships. This year's event is highlighted by the onstage tribute to Jimmy Buffett from Bluffett and his Son of a Sailor Band, a show that can't be missed with costumes, props, and conga lights, all the looks and sounds of Margaritaville. Music, barbecue, food trucks, vendors, and games for the kids that can't be missed. For more information, 